What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we are talking about 2003's Darkness Falls. Oh, baby. Yes, we are. Oh, baby. It's been a while since we recorded just you and I. Yep. <laughs> uh, last week we had Michael on for uh, Starry Eyes, and mm-hmm. we. Also recorded half of an episode with Michael for his podcast, Um, but there was some connectivity issues, so we're going to do part two at a later date. Yep. And here we are, you and I. Back again. And then there were two. (laughs) Uh, So what have you been up to since we last spoke? Uh, I've been up to quite a bit. Um watched a few things uh watch a couple documentaries but i talk about that on another episode so i won't bore you with that (laughs) (laughs) um i watched the new spongebob movie i saw that on Um, letterboxd yeah i don't know why it just kept popping (laughs) up on amazon prime yeah and uh i liked the other two spongebob movies so i was like uh you know i'll throw it on just to say I, i watched it yeah. Um, I mean, it was okay. It wasn't as good as the other ones, but, you know, typical SpongeBob, it had his moments. Yeah, yeah. Nothing nothing special. <laughs> <laughs> um, watched the movie Waiting the other night. Very nice. I haven't watched that in a long time, and I can say that as much as I love that movie, uh, it is very cringy mm-hmm. <laughs> in a few parts. Um Definitely wouldn't be able to be released today. Oh God, no! Because they use the uh, the new F word quite a bit in it. <laughs> yeah. And Ryan Reynolds' character is pretty much a perv, and uh, <laughs> they just—it's like part of his character. And no one really cares. Uh, so, kind of weird, but um, I still love that movie. It's, it's oh, so yeah. funny. Uh, it always blows my mind, like because. That movie's like when did that come out? Like mid two thousands, probably like two thousand five. Yeah, it came out two thousand four. Two thousand four. So I mean, yeah, that was quite a while. That's seventeen years ago. Jesus Christ, yeah. man! Wow, I know. seventeen Crazy. years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, wild. Um, I started watching the uh, Stars show Modoc. Modoc, which is uh, that Marvel show. It's uh, oh, it has it's produced by Seth Green. A few other people has Pat Oswalt plays them. It's it's animated, but not really. It's kind of like a robot chicken. Okay. Um, it's funny. It's uh, it's okay. There's only two episodes out so far, but um, it's a short like twenty minutes, twenty five minutes episode. So yeah, I'd recommend checking checking it out. Is it um, Modok like the the character Modok? Yeah, yeah. Oh shit! Okay, that'd be cool. So like, it kind of like is about him, and uh, it's funny. It's not like amazing, but only two episodes are out, so we'll mm. see how the rest goes. Nice. I'll keep uh, going with it. Um, I am about three quarters through uh, "In Search of Darkness" Part Two. Oh, nice! <laughs> A journey into the eighties. So yeah, I'm about. Uh, three hours in and i got about an hour and a half left so that's fucking crazy um uh, again it's it's a great movie you know there's a lot of 
spoilers and stuff, but I mean, uh, it's cool to kind of see movies you never heard of before because mm-hmm. there was a shit ton of movies released in the eighties. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I watch it like on my lunch break. So, you know, I'll watch like 30 minutes here and there. So okay. I'm not watching like a lot of it. And lastly, uh, last night I watched Spiral from the Book of Saw. Oh, nice. Yes. Um, it was okay. I, I don't know how I, feel, I don't know how I feel about it. I liked it. It wasn't like anything amazing, but um, it was only twenty bucks to rent instead of like thirty. So mm-hmm. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I haven't watched a movie in a while, so yeah. Um, give them like props to Chris Rock for you know changing that direction. You know, taking a um, uh, a roll of the dice on something that he's not really done before. So. Yeah, true. But uh, yeah, it was okay. Yeah, I'm going to, I got to watch it. I don't know. Maybe I'll just bite the bullet and get it this weekend or something. Yeah. <clears throat> Is it worth, like, am I going to be pissed that I spent $20 on it? Um. All right. That says enough right yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I, I think that in like three months, it's going to be on probably one of the uh, things. Yeah. <laughs> platforms. It but. could be on Shutter or something, maybe. Yeah, maybe, or I can see like Amazon Prime. Yeah. Uh, so I, I, I don't know. I'd wait. All right. Yeah. Thank you for your honesty. <laughs> <You're welcome. laughs> What's uh, you been up to? Um, I watched a movie called Black Bear. Uh, sounds familiar. Is that with Aubrey Plaza? Yeah. And uh, I watched it because like I stand Aubrey Plaza really hard. Yeah. And yeah, I don't recommend watching it. Oh, really? It's just a fucking mess of a movie. It was all over the place and just really boring. And hmm. yeah, I wasn't a fan of it. All right. I mean, I watched it for free. So, I mean, you can watch it for free if you really want. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, it's not great. Okay. Um, I rewatched Ready or Not. Oh, nice. Just it was up on whatever fucking platform it's on prime maybe crave crave it was on crave yeah crave yeah uh and i was like fuck it i haven't watched this in a while i'm gonna watch it uh always a fun time though oh yeah i love that movie yeah uh i watched near dark which is near dark a vampire movie from the 80s i think i saw it it was on one of the the search of darkness movies i'm pretty sure oh was it yeah it's not bad i didn't mind it Okay. I gave it a three out of five on Letterboxd. So, I mean, I don't hate it. Fair enough. <laughs> um, I'm loving this Letterboxd, by the way. Yeah, me too. I'm having a lot of fun with it. Like, you, me, and Josh are kind of in like a little competition of who can watch the most movies in a year. And yeah, <laughs> he, he kind of brought it up in the latest episode of Another Horror Pod. And I don't, he's killing both of us, but yeah, he is. Oh, well. <laughs> uh, and lastly, I watched run which was a recommendation by you and dude i loved it it was good right it was really good yeah um fuck what's her name uh sarah paulson she was so fucking good in it man yeah like watching this it just it made me want to rewatch american horror story because she was amazing in that shit too 
Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. she's such a good actress. And Kira Allen, who played her daughter, was really, really good too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you had mentioned whenever you recommended it that it paid a lot of tributes or homages to another movie that I really love. Yes. I was trying to figure out which movie that was. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised because they there was like three different uh, Easter eggs that they put in it that I'm surprised you didn't pick up on. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, the movie is Misery. Okay, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, this isn't like any spoilers or anything mm-hmm. for anyone who is listening. Uh, whenever the main girl is trying to she calls like 411 or whatever to get information on the pharmacy. Mm-hmm. And the guy in the other line is like, just say the city where you want to search. And he's like, for example, dairy. Yes, actually, I did catch that. I, yeah. I did catch that one. And then the pharmacist's name, the one scene, the main girl calls her Mrs. Bates. And then the next day, the mom calls her and says, Calls her Kathy. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Like, uh, I don't know if that was done on purpose. I mean, it kind of seems like it was because they mentioned Bill Dairy, which yeah. is a Stephen King thing. And then uh, Kathy Bates. I missed the Kathy part. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. All right. I was kind of thinking misery because, I mean, like with the whole like wheelchair thing and all that shit. Yeah. And, yeah. Okay. It makes sense now. Um, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed that movie. I'm happy you recommended it because I it, I don't know. It was probably one that I was going to overlook on Netflix, but mm-hmm. it was good. Yeah. And other than that, I haven't been doing too much. We're on mandatory overtime at work, so I've been working a lot. Oh, actually, I'm lying. I watched half of... Oh, I just hit my table. I don't know if you heard that or not. Um, I watched half of a movie called Castle Freak which castle freak it's on shutter and it's a remake of a movie from like the the 80s i believe maybe 90s i think i've seen i haven't seen it but i i've seen it sounds familiar Mm -hmm. yeah so i've watched half of it i'm if we wrap this up in time for me to watch a little bit before bed tonight i'll probably finish Mm -hmm. it off but it's not bad so far nice it's nothing special but it's all right nice yeah and yeah that's pretty much it man cool all right so for our content creators corner this week i'm still waiting for those fucking assholes at another horror pod to send me their promo still still but our boy poltergeist came through with uh a little commercial like promotional thing that he actually created so we showcased one of his songs a few episodes back but this yeah. is like an actual like edited promo that he's done where he's just kind of like clipped a few songs here and there. Okay. Um, it's just like a little 60 second thing. And he asked if we could promote it on our one of our episodes. So we have that this week. Sweet. I'm Poltergeist and I make inappropriate songs about horror movies. So basically, I just came to see some naked D's and A's for free. Take a peek, take a key. 12 cabins, 12 vacancies, 12 bodies, mother pray for me. I might go psycho occasionally. One body, too many pray for me, cause we all go a little mad sometimes. No happy ever after.
chapter, just chapter after chapter after chapter. Massacre, make the Ripper look like an amateur ambassador of the Slashers. Michael! Lord of the Dead, Lord of the Dead, you can wake up in the coroner's bed. This is the hour for mourning and dread, drain all the blood that was stored in his head. All of the apologies that you can muster from your dread won't protect you on your bed. Nothing will from Pumpkinhead. Not a dream, baby. This ain't Halloween, baby. When I'm on the scene, this is what we call a scream, baby. Subscribe on YouTube at Poltergeist OD. Follow me on Instagram and the Slasher app at Poltergeist underscore OD. But yeah, I mean, uh, I kind of gushed about him on the episode that I played the one full track on. He's mm -hmm. fucking awesome. He's great at what he does. He uses horror movies and turns them into rap songs, and it's like horror core. So it's like fucking balls to the wall rap music yeah. and uh he's canadian so i mean always happy to promote our fellow canadians yes we are and with that being said we're ready for our theme music let's drop it <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's hot All right, so... Like we said in the intro this week, we are talking about 2003's Darkness Falls. And before we do that, we have one more thing to do. Yes, we do. Oh, he's actually cracking something this week. I am. Um, so last Saturday, we went to kind of this market downtown Ottawa. Mm-hmm. And they have like a bunch of stalls and stuff of different people. Yeah. So uh, there was actually a beer one that was popped up and it is uh, Dominion City. And I am drinking a Dominion City First Among Equals IPA. Very nice. How is it? It's delicious. <laughs> that, was a, that was a nice solid gulp and sigh and... Thank you. Sounds great. <laughs> uh, I'm drinking an Overflow Brewing Company Landlocked India Pale Ale. Mm. And they're in Ottawa also. Ooh. They are on Kaladar Avenue. I don't know if that's near you or not, but... Sounds familiar. Yeah, I've, I've heard of it for sure. But yeah, it's good. It's good. It's got a nice citrusy hoppy taste to it maybe they'll sponsor us because flying monkeys won't <laughs> <laughs> all right let's hop into this fucking movie starting off with the synopsis <clears throat> a vengeful spirit has taken the form of the tooth fairy to exact vengeance on the town that lynched her 150 years ago her only opposition is the only child now grown up who has survived her before. Ooh. Man, that synopsis is almost as big of a mess as this fucking movie was. 
<laughs> so I guess I know what your thoughts are. That was a movie. fucking tongue twister and a half, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I'll dive further into it later on, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this movie was directed by Jonathan Liebsman. And he has directed movies such as Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Beginning, Battle yep. Battle Los Angeles, Wrath of the Titans, that god-awful Michael Bay Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, and The Killing Room. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with you on the god-awful Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. I had a feeling this was coming due to your silence whenever I said that. <laughs> I honestly didn't mind it. Now, the sequel was awful. It was terrible. <laughs> so awful that you couldn't even pronounce the word right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the sequel was really bad. I don't know, man. Like, I just... The first one was just so Michael Bay, and it was like, oh, yeah. my God, man. Yeah. Like, they're fucking... Just explosion after explosion after explosion. Yeah. No, Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning, actually, I didn't think it was that bad. I don't hate it. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, I don't hate that franchise as a whole, so. No. Like some people do. Who? Well, you know, some people. <laughs> Michael doesn't like it from Wheel some of Horror. No, I know. Uh, Josh doesn't like the original. No. He's all about the remake. As per usual. Yep. Like always. But yeah, the beginning wasn't terrible. Um, where are we here? Oh, the cast. Uh, so leading off the cast list, we have Chaney Clay, who played Kyle. Uh-huh. And he sadly passed away back in 2007. Yeah, 2007. And... His father thought it was from sleep apnea, but the the uh, uh, what the coroner fuck? the coroner's report said that it was a drug overdose. Yeah, which, which is too bad. It is sad. He's only thirty four years old. It's fucking crazy, man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but he starred in. Well, he didn't star in, but he played in Legally Blonde. Uh, he was in an episode of NCIS. He was in a bunch of episodes of The Shield. In Oh, excuse me, he was in One Way to Valhalla. And next up we have Emma Caulfield Ford, who played Caitlin. Uh-huh. And she is from Beverly Hills 90210, General Hospital, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Life Unexpected, Once Upon a Time, and WandaVision. <clears throat> yeah. I don't remember her from it, but I mean, she was in four episodes, apparently. Yeah, once I saw the, her picture in it, I was like, oh, shit, yeah, okay, I remember her. She was in more like the black and white like, episodes. Oh, okay. But yeah, she's she's mainly like TV shows that she's doing mm, or has done. Yeah. Uh, next up is Lee Cormie, who played Michael, and this was his first ever um, acting credit. Yeah, and it showed. Uh, yeah, I bring that up later on. Um, he is known for Picnic at Hanging Rock, uh, December Boys, and Worst Best Friends, none of which I've heard of. Nope, me either. <clears throat> and lastly on my list, I have Grant Pirro, who plays Larry. 
And he's from Escape from Pretoria, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark, Spirit of the Game, and The Condemned, among many others. I think he had the most acting credits under his name, like more than anybody else that uh, I listed here. Yeah. Um, There was one guy I wanted to mention, actually, just looking at his IMDb right now. Mm -hmm. Uh, The guy, Angus Sampson, he played like the guy who beat up kyle in the bar yeah uh he actually did goro's voice on the new mortal kombat movie oh really yeah that's cool and he was in what else let's see yeah a bunch of tv shows insidious the last key okay insidious chapter three mad max fury road oh yeah who was he 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 was the organic mechanic. <laughs> okay. Uh, he was actually in all of the Insidious movies. Except for the first one. Hold on. He Who played did... Tucker, apparently. Oh, okay. All right. That's why oh, I said, yeah, hold okay, on. Yeah, That's fucking yeah. uh, Lynn Shay's dudes there. Hmm? Was, wasn't he one of Lynn Shay's? Uh, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like one of the, uh, there was Tucker and Specs. Yeah. Right. Okay. I knew he looked familiar. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I dig it. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you don't have anybody else ready to talk about this movie, let's do it. <sighs> oh, God. I didn't like that sigh. Let's prepare ourselves. <laughs> okay. Um, when was the last time you watched this movie? Uh, when I was a teenager. Yeah, same. And I fucking loved it back then. Yeah, I I didn't remember too much from it. I remembered a little bit. I remembered the lighthouse scene at the end. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, I did think it was a lot scarier. Mm-hmm. Obviously. Yep. Because uh, <laughs> <laughs> like this whole movie kind of felt, I'm talking about it in my review, but uh pg yep dude and and there's a trivia about that on the promotional on the promotional posters like in movie theaters and shit it had an r rating like on the poster but it was actually only rated pg-13 dude i would be so mad so would i like i think they obviously put the r rating on there just to like get people to come watch it right right huh Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt like uh, this movie had potential, I think. It did. And it's just like, well, to me, just like the rest of his movies that he's directed are just kind of average yeah. slash slightly below average. Yeah. Um, I liked didn't. Wrath of the Titans. No, I liked Clash of the Titans. Wrath of the Titans was like, man. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, it basically starts out, it gets right into the uh history on matilda dixon mm-hmm. and pretty much what she went through like she was adored by all children um and she like collected the teeth like the kids brought her their tooth or whatever and then mm-hmm. like she gave them money or whatever it was back then mm-hmm. and then two kids went missing basically the town blamed her and so they pretty much hunt her and burned her. And then the next day 
or she put a curse on them on the town. And then the next day the kids showed up. Yeah. So this backstory on Matilda Dixon yeah. is actually based on uh, something that happened in Australia. Hmm. And I actually like I used to love this movie so much that I actually like we had to do I can't remember what the project was but when we were in high school I took like a writer's craft course. Yeah. And we had to do a project on something I can't remember what it was whether it was like something that happened in history or something I don't remember. Anyways, I did a project like a, a full essay on what actually happened in this Australian town to whatever the woman's name was. I can't remember now what it was. Yeah. But uh, this movie, like that backstory of Matilda Dixon is like fairly accurately based on what happened there. Oh, really? Which I thought was really cool. Hmm. Um, Now, obviously there's not a vengeful spirit that haunts this town in Australia or anything like that, but like the whole, like (laughs) the tooth fairy thing was like legitimate. That's crazy. That's mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And like that, like, like I love this movie. So I looked into, cause I think they promoted it as like based on true events or some shit like that back in the day. Probably. So I wanted to look up what it actually was. And I like did a deep dive into this, this like old mythology thing of hmm. something that happened back in like the 1800s or something like that. <clears throat> That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> Total sidebar, but speaking of like projects, wasn't it like the best whenever you just had to like research an animal and just did fucking a project on it? <laughs> yeah, man. Those were the uh, days. Those were the days. Researching animals. Yeah. And then telling the class about them. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. So much fun. Back on our dial up internet. And, yeah. Mom, get off the phone. I need to use the internet. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, so the opening cuts again, we meet Kyle as a kid mm-hmm. and he lost his last guess baby tooth. And I, this kid looked like he was 14 years old and he's losing a baby tooth. Like I didn't. Yeah. I thought it was weird. He was 10, but yeah, he definitely looked like he was like early high school age. <laughs> Because he's going to a school dance. He does a girl that comes over and like kisses him and has a crush on him. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, okay, like this kid is not 10 years old. (laughs) No, I agree. Uh, What was I going to say? Oh, it's like, I don't know. It was almost like another fucking scream scene where like this girl's sneaking through his fucking bedroom window. Yeah, basically. It's like, I never had anybody sneaking through my bedroom window when I was a kid. Not me either, man. I need to go back in time, man. I missed out. <laughs> um, but during this scene, one of the most disgusting things in this movie mm. was when he puts the tissue like in his mouth to cover his bleeding tooth. Yeah. I just got like, that just gives me <laughs> the feeling. Uh, it's so disturbing. All right. You know, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, I get you. Like, because when you see it go in his mouth, you can feel it, like, ah. Like that feeling of, like, Kleenex in your mouth. Yeah. Or, like, when you go to the dentist and they put the fucking cotton swabs in. Mm-hmm. And that feeling, like, you feel it, like, right now, like, as yeah. I'm talking to you, it just, ugh. Yeah, I can feel it. I get it, yeah. It's gross. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
so basically the the rule of this haunting of Matilda is that she comes against her last tooth and if they look at her then she basically <laughs> kill kills them yeah uh, which I mean in our my mind seems like an easy thing to do well I mean yeah the kids hiding under this fucking blankets at one point like just stay under there dude you know the whole lore of behind her mm-hmm. and he has a flashlight yeah and it's like, fuck. <laughs> you know she's in the room with you. You can hear her, like, groaning and flying around. Yeah. Yeah, yeah there's just a lot of stupidity in this movie. <laughs> and it's like, where's the kid's dad? Is he it never really explains that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, just something with his mom. So, yeah, he looks, sees her. And then he, her mom, his mom comes in. She ends up dying from the thing, which... Like, that's one part I didn't get either. Was anyone who looked at her killed? Yeah. Right. Like, I don't think it's just the kids. It's just whoever looks at her. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, like, she tries to kill Kyle and Kat at the end, too. Right. Yeah. And she killed all the fucking cops in the police station at one point. Mm-hmm. Like, she comes for the kids, but, like, anybody who looks at her. Because, like, going back to the beginning, she, like, the townsfolk, um, like, set her house on fire, and she got caught in the fire, obviously, so she was all burned, and it made her super sensitive to light. So now right. that's carried yeah. over into her spirit, whereas, like, she only stays in the shadows and the darkness, so she she's very sensitive to light. Um and she has that porcelain mask on. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so, like, she put the curse on the whole town. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't the children that killed her. It was, like, all the adults. Yeah. Right. Right. So it's like, okay, why is she killing the kids? You know? Because they live in Darkness Falls, man. Like, I guess. Why yeah. does Freddy Krueger kill the kids on Elm Street? That's a fair point. Because it's in the fucking script. (laughs) Um, Also, I thought this movie had a pretty Bane and soundtrack. Uh, Yeah, like whenever we see Kyle as an adult. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. It had uh, uh, Freddy versus Jason sort of music vibes to it. Yes, Like late, late 90s, early 2000s metal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, now it's for fast forwarded into time. I think it's like I don't know, thirteen years or something like that. I think they said twelve. Okay, but yeah. And so we meet Caitlin and her brother, uh, Michael, and he's pretty much he lost his last tooth and saw uh, Matilda. So now he's like kind of like in a hot mental hospital ish, but not really. Yeah. And I thought it was really weird that Caitlin just decides to call Kyle like just out of the blue. And the first thing you like say to him is, hey, you remember how you killed your mom? <laughs> and, that's, and that stuff happened to you? <laughs> she literally says that. I know. Like, it's like okay this guy was in a mental hospital because everyone thought that he killed his mom mm-hmm. and he didn't 
and you know she has no contact with him for 12 years and just yeah she's like she's like hey it's caitlin he's like that's not funny and she's like no like seriously he's like what do you want (laughs) (laughs) and i don't know if it's at this part or another part whenever i think it is this part when she says oh yeah it's the girl that you didn't go to the dance with or something like that Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah well gee i fucking wonder why yeah (laughs) <laughs> my mother died in front of my eyes and I got shoved into a fucking psychiatric institute. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so Kyle decides to come back to darkness falls to help her for, I don't know, whatever reason, like why he does, you know? Well, cause she does say that her brother is experiencing the same types of things that they said he was experiencing as a kid. And, all this shit. I don't know. I would just say deal with it. Oh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I agree. We haven't spoken 12 years. Like, sorry. Yeah. You want me to come back there and <laughs> help you? Like, where were you whenever I was in the mental hospital? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he comes back and is kind of like talking to uh, Michael about it. And like, I don't know if this is just like the actor, but his voice, I kind of couldn't stand. The kid? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he actually did have like a lisp or something, but I don't know. It, it bugged me a bit. <laughs> yeah. He like couldn't pronounce his R's and shit. Mm-hmm. Larry, I hated in this movie. Oh, yeah. It's just like <laughs> he, the Michael's like, you know, struggling with all this shit and he meets Kyle. And it's kind of like this like awkward uh, conversation. Mm hmm. And Larry's just like, oh, let's let's go to dinner. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, Caitlin's brother is going through this shit. You just want to go and leave and have dinner? <laughs> yeah. Well, and at one point, too, Larry's like, Larry is talking to Kyle, and he's like, I've been trying to get through to her for years now, and like, she's just not fucking listening. And basically, he's like trying to sweep Michael's problem under the rug. Yeah. So he decides to take kyle out to a bar mm-hmm. or whatever and <laughs> they like sit down and larry's like oh what do you want to drink and kyle says oh i can't i can't i don't drink mm-hmm. and he's like oh come on just one one beer and he takes it like a pill bottle he's like no i can't and larry's like oh well he's like that sucks <laughs> and then goes to the bar orders two beer and comes back and He's like, oh, what do you mean? I ordered a beer for you. Yeah. <laughs> he he d- just said he can't drink because he's on meds. I know. It's like, dude, take a fucking hint. And like, my or Kyle even said at one point too, like before they went to the bar, he's like, no, like I just want to go home. Like I don't want to be here anymore. Yeah. And like, understandable. This is a town where his mother was murdered in front of him. I wouldn't want to be there either. And pretty much everyone at the bar knows who he is just by like recognizing him. Yeah, and like the, him. the guy that we were talking about earlier who played uh, Tucker in Insidious, he's talking to his buddy at the bar and he's like, that's the fucking freak that killed his mother. Yeah. Like everybody has this thought in their mind still even 12 years later. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he just goes up to him and starts kind of like picking on him, you mm-hmm. know, telling him to get the fuck out of there then. He leaves. I did like through the movie how they kind of did show that Kyle was still haunted by mm-hmm. Matilda. Yeah. And like how scared he is. Yeah. 
because um, when he goes outside, like one of the lights go out and realizes that it's like dark. And then uh, the guy, the bully, just comes in and starts beating the fuck out of him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, what? what's the point of this? I don't know. Yeah, I'll never get people like that, man. It's just like, I don't know. They obviously have some sort of complex and they need to fucking feel tougher or something. Yeah, exactly. Like you're a fucking idiot. Yeah. Um, I also another thing I thought was kind of dumb, but I don't know if it actually happened later. But uh, why did Kyle have so many fucking flashlights? Well, for when it's dark outside. Yeah, but just change, have extra batteries instead <laughs> of a, a bag full of flashlights. I guess, yeah. That's true. Unless, because I know at one point, like when at the end, whenever Caitlin shines the flashlight in it, the flashlight breaks. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if the light source breaks when like they shine it at her. Uh, yeah, I don't know actually. So I don't know. Maybe that's why he has so many flashlights. Yeah, cause he like even when it shows him in his apartment, like he's changing, like he has like these are fucking high tech flashlights. Like the yeah. batteries that he has are like, like most mag light flashlights take like D batteries or C batteries. And this guy had like, it was like a fucking six inch long battery that he was changing out of all these <laughs> flashlights. It was like a, a coin collector, except he collected flashlights. Exactly. Just fucking <laughs> obsessing over flashlights. All that he needs is that fucking 10,000 lumen one that like shines <laughs> a whole forest. Yeah. He needs to be good. Well, this is 2003. Maybe they weren't invented yet. Maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you think of the overall look of Matilda? Uh, with or without the mask? Uh, let's go with, because you don't really see too much of her without it until like the end. <clears throat> with the mask, I found her scarier than without it. Right. Because I have a thing with porcelain dolls and porcelain masks and shit like that. Like they're just, they're, I don't know. They just shouldn't be there. I don't like Mm -hmm. them. I don't like the look of them. I think they're creepy as shit. Anybody who has porcelain dolls, like you are next level creepy in my opinion. Uh, Sorry for anybody that's listening that has porcelain dolls, but they're fucking creepy. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, go listen to our second episode, you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, when we talk about uh, the House's October built. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, th- I found that that porcelain mask was like, because, and like that looked more real than what she looked like without the mask on. Yeah, agreed. But I didn't like, uh, I don't know. I didn't really like her overall look. I feel like it was very amateurish. Mm-hmm. Like she just had this long black, like cloak kind of thing. Right. And then this porcelain mask, but I don't know. What about yeah. you? Um, I liked it. It wasn't anything crazy. Like, excuse me. Cause you don't really see her that much. She, she kind of just flies around all the time. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to really get a grasp of what she looks like. But for this, like I, I liked how they didn't use like really that much CGI that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, to me, it looked a lot like real. 
But I mean, it was like a lot of like fast movements and stuff. Like you didn't really see her that much. There's a lot of uh, like off screen, mm-hmm. like quick kills. Yeah. I did like the scene between uh, Kyle and the bully whenever they're fighting in the forest, and Kyle sees her like peeking in and out of like the trees and shit. Yeah, and he shines the flashlight, and you see her like mask, and then she like goes away. Mm-hmm. But I did wish that there was more uh, kills in this. Like more on-screen kills, or like yeah, kills? more like real kills because she just kind of, you know, just flies in and grabs them and pulls them away. And then they just either fall on the ground and just are just laying there dead, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I, I think it's a missed potential for sure. Mm-hmm. The one scene I really liked where you see her too is whenever Kyle's still a kid and he's hiding in the bathroom and the bathroom's like lit up like crazy. Yeah. And it like pans out to the hallway and she's literally like she's hanging on the wall right above the door. Yeah. And like she can't go in because it's so bright in the bathroom. But she's yeah, she's almost like waiting for him to come out. Yeah. I thought that scene was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Also, the scene whenever they go to like the gun store and they're not buying guns, they're just buying the flashlights off the guns. (laughs) 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 I was like, dude, at least buy like one or two guns. Yeah. Yeah. Or like don't go to a gun store to buy flashlights. Yeah, exactly. Know. There's got to be better options. Oh, man. <laughs> but we don't uh, have gun stores in Canada, so No, we don't. No. Not big ones like that anyways. Mm-mm. That's for the Americans. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um what else we get into? I guess Larry's death. Yeah, that's shortly after, I guess. Mm -hmm. Um, So him and Kyle are... Where are they going? I forget. They're going somewhere. I think, is Larry driving at this point? Yeah. Yeah, Larry's driving. And I think he kind of has had enough of Kyle, even though Kyle didn't really do anything because everyone thinks that Kyle killed the bully, I guess. Mm Mm-hmm. So I think he's like threatening to like take him back to the airport or home or something like that. Yeah. And then Kyle pulls out a gun. So I guess he did buy a gun at the the gun store. (laughs) Well, you see him looking at there's a handgun on just fucking right out on the counter. Oh, and he looks down at it and like we can assume that he just grabbed it. They didn't. I don't think they showed him grabbing it, but you see him realizing that it's there. Yeah. So he pulls the gun on Larry, and basically he wants to go back to the hospital to help Caitlin and Michael. Yeah, because they're going to be putting Michael in a... It's like an MRI machine, but they call it something... A sensory deprivation machine or something. There you go. Yeah, sensory deprivation tank. Yeah, that's what it was. Which, like, (laughs) it's so dumb. Yep the dumbest thing you could do like what kind of fucking hospital is this like uh larry tells kyle that um they're like oh yeah they're gonna put him in a a sensory deprivation tank you know just to show him that everything's okay Mm -hmm. and the look on kyle's face is like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) (laughs) this kid's terrified of the dark so let's put him in this dark fucking tube where there's no room to move yeah and because i think was it before this whenever Michael gets attacked and uh, he's like sleeping on the pillow and then he like turns to the other side and he's like kind of slightly in the dark. 
And he gets like his hand cut up and he ends up in the bathroom. I think that's. Yeah, I think that's before the sensory thing. Yeah. Because I think that was like the final straw for them to put him in it. Yeah. Because yeah. it kind of looks like he's hurting, like he hurt himself. Like it looks like he cut his own arm or something like that. Yeah. Yeah, it did. And uh, so they're going to back to the hospital. I think like a tree falls down or something in front of the car. Mm-hmm. And uh, Matilda comes up, comes up and um, I think Kyle's like telling Larry like, oh, don't look at her. Don't look at her. And then he like looks out up at her and just gets taken <laughs> out of the car. Yeah. And then just like falls down on the ground dead. Mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping that they would uh, put Michael in the tank. <laughs> like fully you're fucking sick man <laughs> i was gonna see what would happen you know like just to show them like oh they think it's fucking helping like just have him go in the tank and then they pull him out and he's just fucking dead <laughs> <laughs> oh my god serves you right assholes now you got a dead kid on your hands yeah it's like the mom caitlin lets them do this sister like their sister yeah she's old enough to be his mother i would say though. yeah that's what i was thinking yeah <laughs> but it's like you know him going in and it's coming up like fucking cuts everywhere and he's dead yeah that would be great. <laughs> it's the final fuck you to all the doctors in there yeah exactly you don't know shit <laughs> um so kyle makes it back to the hospital right before he gets in he's like almost all the way in you hear Matilda like doing her fucking noises and shit. Mm-hmm. And he gets there just in time to stop them. Then he gets arrested and pretty much uh, tells Caitlin, like, don't let them put him in the dark, blah, blah. So then Caitlin's like, okay, don't put him in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been telling you this for the last two days that I've been here. Yeah. Yeah. So now Kyle is locked up in prison. Oh, man. Oh, you have some things to say about this scene? Oh, this whole prison sequence is so fucking stupid. (laughs) Which part? Them shooting out all the lights? Yes! (laughs) Like, what the fuck, man? Yeah. You are literally shooting every single light out in this precinct. Yeah. Like, I, I don't even care... If you don't have a guy there screaming about some fucking spirit, like take him out of the fucking equation, you know, that there's something in there. Yeah. So like, and like literally every light in that precinct, they're shooting. Yeah. I mean, I will give it a kind of pass because at one point Kyle does say, stop shooting the lights. She's, she's making you shoot the lights out. So it's like Matilda is moving in front of the lights fair because they know but again stop shooting <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck i did like the look of the light right above the cell but it wasn't that realistic to me mm-hmm. yeah just yeah. yeah and i guess matt knows kyle as well because he's kind of a dick to him and he's like the typical son who's the sh- the son of the sheriff or whatever mm-hmm. Yeah, we got him, Dad. <laughs> He's locked up right here, Dad. We got him. Yeah. 
his dad comes in. Who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> Why do you have him locked up? Yeah. Um, so pretty much all the police men and women get yeeted. Yeah, they know. do. Um, so everyone's pretty much dead. And then only ones that are left are pretty much Matt and Kyle. I think the sheriff might be still alive, but I think he might just leave. I forget. <laughs> he saw this bitch flying around. He's like, I'm out of here. Yeah. See you later. Yeah. You so, guys can shoot all the lights out. <laughs> so Matt hands the keys to Kyle. He gets out and then they get out of there. No, Kyle got the keys off of one of the cops that died right in front of the cell. Oh, okay. Right. And I think Matt told him which key it was to get out. Yes. Yes. Do they? I'm trying to read my notes here. Yeah, so they leave. They head back to the hospital, I think, right, to get Caitlin and Michael. Yeah. And then as they're making their way out of the hospital, Matilda is there. And I think there's, like, the doctor and two two nurses that are with them. Yeah. So they're kind of, like, making their way out of there. And, like, none of them, like, believe them what's happening. And I like how how they use the the darkness and the light in this scene. Like... Mm -hmm. You can't go in the dark because, you know, she'll snatch you. Yeah. <laughs> um, at one point, they were in like an elevator and I was really hoping to see an elevator kill. Someone get their head chopped off. <laughs> <laughs> but you don't see that happen. No, you don't. But uh, you see there's like a couple like dark spots and they're like, oh, you just got to run really fast. So the one like nurse like runs, runs across. She gets uh, just fucking yeeted (laughs) she goes fucking flying um so there's like a nurse and a doctor left and this one kid was so dumb to me whenever they're at like the top of the stairs and cause like okay we gotta jump down to the stairs and he's like but let's do it all in like and together yeah so she has more uh like targets and so they jump at the same time and the one the nurse just gets taken out flawless plan yeah i'd want to be in the middle of that pack but i think the nurse was though wasn't she was she i think so oh maybe but yeah i was like that plan did not go well at all <laughs> anything you want to add to that whole hospital scene i don't think so i mean i yeah. did i i agree with you i did like the whole like dark and light Mm-hmm. like race to get out of there basically yeah um but yeah i'm good on that uh so now they get to someone's vehicle and my like first question was like are they even safe in the car but then they kind of they answer that because i think someone even asks it in the car mm-hmm. like oh we're not safe here because it's still dark turn the dome light on yeah exactly <laughs> Um, so Matilda shows up, she, I think she grabs the doctor out of the car and then she's like trying to get in. And this is where like part of her mask, I think breaks off. Yeah. And you see part of her face. Mm -hmm. Um, see, I don't, one thing I don't get about this whole movie is like Kyle was the one kid to get away from her. mm -hmm. You would think that he would be her primary target. Um, I think he is, isn't he? Well, then why is she picking off everybody else before him? 
That's true. Yeah. Like you have the perfect, like instead of grabbing that nurse, whenever they jumped down the staircase, why don't you grab him? Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Um, so they pretty much get to the lighthouse and which looks um, really cool. I like that lighthouse scene. Yeah, me too. That's like, the thing like I remembered from my first watch. Like not just like years ago. not just like the whole sequence of the lighthouse, but like whenever they're like coming up to the lighthouse and you can see it out there and like it's all dark and you can just see the like the beacon. I yeah, that was a cool shot. Yeah. Um, and basically, Kyle gets Matt killed. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know? It's like, you, you knew that in the end, it would be the three of them that would be oh, there in the end. Of course. Um, so pretty much they, their plan is the lighthouse works off of like gasoline or something. Mm-hmm. So they get to the lighthouse and um, this ending cut, scene kind of like made me mad. Cause it gets like the bottom and Michael like jumps off the top and like, doesn't get hurt at all. Mm-hmm. But then Caitlin like jumps off and she like smashes her back on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, then they're like, they have to like hit a switch and Kyle can't reach it. So he tells Michael, Michael, get the switch. So Michael chooses a path that he came and fucking fit in. <laughs> It's like, go through the same way that he was trying to go through. Yeah. They're creating suspense and tension. I know, I know. To make this movie longer. <laughs> it wasn't that long, actually. I have something to say about that after, too. Oh, it was too long. Uh, No, but, well, no. I'll save it for after. Uh, no, I'll just say it now. Um, So the, the runtime of the movie is 85 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, but the end credits are 11 minutes long. What? They did this because if they would have left it at whatever time, it would have been 74 minutes long, I guess. If they left it at that time, it would have been too short for a theatrical release. Huh. So they claim that the runtime is 85 minutes, but they have an 11 minute closing credits. 11 minutes. Yeah. That's insane. Right? <laughs> what the fuck is in the credits? Uh, maybe they just like really slowed them down. I don't know. I didn't watch them. That's crazy. Wasn't sent through 11 minutes of that shit. Wow. But yeah. Um, so yeah, basically they get the lighthouse on and Matilda gets pretty much shown, like shined, shined, shown, shown. Uh, I don't know. Shown. <laughs> shined. Shined in, shined in the face. I don't know. Sh- sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> and she starts like burning up but then she's like still alive kind of and she has i think she grabs kyle and then yeah. i think he catches like lights her on fire and then she like burns up uh yeah like kyle tears her mask off uh kyle sets oh kyle set his uh sleeve on fire right and, and yeah. hit her hit her in the face with it so then mm-hmm. she like goes up in flames and ultimately is destroyed. Mm-hmm. Going back to Supernatural season one, Ooh. where you have to burn the vengeful spirits. Mm. Actually, I think you have to burn their possessions. So I don't I know. Think so, I don't yeah. know how this would work. 
I haven't watched Supernatural in a while. Me either. I stopped after like season eight. <laughs> I think there's like fucking 25 of them now. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, basically they destroy Matilda or yep. kill her. Yep. And so now we get this end scene where this kid loses his tooth, puts it under the pillow, and then you get this typical unnecessary jump scare at the end. Mm-hmm. And it's not the, uh, excuse me, it's not Matilda. It's just a mother. Yep. And that's the way the blood splatters. <laughs> this ends like, <clears throat> I don't know. The end scene, I guess, is needed to show that Matilda's no longer there, but it's just yeah, stupid. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of movies from this time did that. Yeah. Like, did. I feel like we've talked about this before with another movie. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. All right. Ready to hop into the reviews? Yes, sir. I'm going first this time. All right. Because I got a lot to say about this fucking movie. Oh, shit. I picked I picked this movie. You did. And... Let me grab a beer. Okay. One sec. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. Mm-hmm. Priorities, man. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> all right. So like you were saying, you picked this movie. I picked this movie, and I'm fully prepared to shit all over it right now. All right. You regret your decisions. I don't regret my decision. Right. But it is not the movie that I remember it to be. Fair enough. All right. I gave my story a 2 out of 10. <laughs> all right. I said I love the lore of the Australian Tooth Fairy, and I even did a school project in high school, but I don't think this movie did it any justice. Mm -hmm. Uh, I loved this movie when I was in my teens, but I'm now realizing that it's just another movie that was released in the early 2000s that tried to be The Ring, and unfortunately it came up extremely short of it. You know what's funny? I looked up to see when The Ring came out because I wasn't sure. Like, Mm -hmm. I couldn't remember which one came first. Yep. But this movie did remind me a lot of The Rain. Right? Yeah. And The Rain came out the year before this one did. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, Everything in between the jump scares was boring and uneventful. The runtime is only 85 minutes, and that includes an 11-minute closing credits. But even in that short, short period of time, I was looking at how much was left because I was getting very bored with it. Uh, This is one of those movies that's good for a teenager the first couple of years after it came out. But once you mature and watch more movies in your lifetime, you realize how poorly this movie was made and that it's realistically a mess of CGI, bad acting, bad pacing, and a forgettable antagonist. Damn. Boom. Lawyered. You know, you really should write reviews. Like, honestly, you are good at that. (laughs) Well, thank you. Maybe I'll start a blog. Uh, But I do like what you said about... Um, it being a movie that you watch in your teen years, mm-hmm. I think this is a good movie for someone who's just getting into horror. Mm-hmm. For so, sure. Yeah. For sure. But I mean, we, you and I have watched hundreds of horror movies at this you point know, in our I mean, lives. We're, we're technically professionals in the genre now. We so. are. We know everything there is to know about <laughs> horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Uh, All right. Uh, My quality, I gave it a three out of 10. Okay. 
I said, no matter how bad the movie is, darkness always has a sense of creepiness to it. Therefore, I did like the setting of it. Mm -hmm. Uh, The score was fitting for a movie that relies on jump scares to scare people with its loud booms and menacing music throughout. So I guess it's effective in what they wanted, but it's still nothing special. The acting was pretty subpar and the script was no better. A year after... A year before the release of this, we got The Ring, which had a child actor in David Dorfman, who was leaps and bounds a better actor than Lee Cormier at the time. I can't say anything about recent times because I haven't seen them in anything since then. Um, But you can tell that this movie was a blatant ripoff of The Ring in many aspects, and unfortunately for it, it was a much lesser quality movie. The Tooth Fairy did, however, look fairly creepy at most times. And that lighthouse scene has stuck with me since I first watched this movie. Fair enough. So yeah, two out of 10 for the story and three out of 10 for the quality. Alrighty. Um, I was a bit nicer on it. Okay. Uh, but so for my story, I gave it a five out of 10, mm-hmm. but after reading my review on it, I would probably give it like a four out of 10. Okay. Um, I did like the combination of witchery with the tooth fairy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't really see too many tooth fairy movies, like horror movies. That's very true. Um, there was some plot holes. was a bit too PG for me, mm-hmm. which we talked about. I didn't really like any of the characters at all. No. Even though you did get some backstory on, you know, the main one and Caitlin, I still felt like it didn't help at all. I like how you did get a good explanation of the monster and the reasoning for her, uh, I guess, doing all this. Yeah. Um, And then for quality, I gave a 5 out of 10. It was an okay made movie. I thought the cinematography was like typical 2000s movie. Very much so. But there were some cool set pieces like the the lighthouse, which, Mm -hmm. like you, just that's the only thing I really remembered for the movie. I thought the acting was okay. It wasn't great. I thought the look of the villain was actually well done. Not really much CGI. Okay. So yeah, four out of 10 and five out of 10. All right. So you, you were a little nicer. A little bit. I'll probably never watch this again. Yeah, man. Honestly, I like, I used to watch this movie all the fucking time when I was a teenager. Mm -hmm. Like this movie came out in 2012, so I was, or wow, 2003. Yeah. So I was 14 when it came out. Yeah. And I probably watched it like once every two weeks for like mm-hmm. a couple of years. Like I used to love this movie. And it's just like, I think that's why I'm shitting on it so much is because I haven't watched it since I was like <laughs> in my late teens, probably. Yeah. Um, and I just had those memories of it being like fucking amazing. I love this movie. And like, I've heard the reviews about it, like how it's bad. It's not a good movie and shit like that. And I was just like, no, fuck that. Like this movie's fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And then I watched it this time. And I was just like, oh my God, they were right. <laughs> yeah. This movie sucks. Um. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I was just really disappointed watching it this time around. Damn. And I spent five bucks on it. Did you? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'll e-transfer you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, so you know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. And, dude, you got to buckle up for this. Oh, jeez. Uh, 
the critics consensus a derivative movie where the scares are few and things don't make much sense. <laughs> so what do you think the critics scored it? I'm going to go with a, I feel like around this time there's more movie reviewers like critics. <clears throat> so I'm going to say probably a 38%. Oh man. You are so far off. Low or high? Oh, you are high. Okay. The critics gave this a 9%. Ouch. On 130 ratings. Wow. This might be the lowest movie we've ever done. That's what I was just thinking. Yeah. I, I think it is. On that many ratings? Yeah. And uh, so that it translated into 3.2 out of 10 for the critics. Wow. The audience scored it close to what you said. They gave it a 34% mm-hmm. on 50,000 ratings, and it uh, was a 2.7 out of 5 was the average rating. Okay. So that would be a 5.4 out of 10. Mm-hmm. So the audience did like it quite a bit better than the critics, but yeah, I'm sure Damn. a lot of them were from way back when, too. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I don't know how long Rotten Tomatoes has been out for, but. <laughs> All right, you ready for the scare section? Let's do it. Okay, what did you give this movie for a scare rating? So I gave it a 2 out of 10. Uh, not that scary. There was a few creepy scenes. I thought that the monster looked scary. The kills were mostly quick slash off screen, which was kind of disappointing. My scariest scene was the actual last scene in the movie. Mm -hmm. Uh, I knew the jump scare was coming, but it still (laughs) it still got me a little bit (laughs) with uh, the mother and like the kid at the very end. Yeah. And would I survive? I put yes. I just wouldn't look at her once she got my last tooth. Fair enough. What about you? I gave my scare rating a 2 out of 10 as well. All right. I said it's a movie with an abundance of jump scares, and they got old pretty quickly. I loved jump scares as a kid, but if you've listened to us from the beginning, from the beginning you'll know that I find them cheap and tasteless 99% of the time. And this movie, unfortunately, didn't make that 1% cut. Uh, Matilda's face without the mask was pretty creepy looking, even though it didn't age particularly well. Yeah. My scariest scene, I said, when we first see Matilda's like full face, like whenever the porcelain mask gets ripped off. Mm-hmm. Would I survive? I'm going to quote the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> okay. But you merely adopted the dark. I was born into it, molded by it. I didn't see the light until I was already a man by then. It was nothing to me but blinding. So no, I don't think I would survive because I like being in the dark too much. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Sure. Like that bitch would get me. Yeah. I was going to do a Bane impression and I was just like, uh, I don't know if I want to risk it. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard you do a Bane impression, so I don't know if it's good or not. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not about to try it right now. Why not? (laughs) 
it's too uh too fucked up you're not drunk enough i'm not drunk enough that is that oh yeah we'll go with that <laughs> all right time for trivia let's do it captain spaulding's trivia of monsters and madmen Man, what movie are you putting up? So, I've wanted to watch a movie for a few weeks now. Okay. I really want to do it, but after, while watching this, I really want to watch a movie that we can really compare this to. Okay. So, I am putting up Lights Out. Oh, all right. I like that. Yeah. Cool. Um, ironically enough, I put up a dark type movie too, sort of. Oh, um, I'm putting up the descent. Ooh, okay. Finally tackling it. Eh? Finally, this movie scares the fucking shit out of me. Yeah, and I'm ready for it. Yeah, and you hate it. No, I love it. I know. I'm joking. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> fucking love this movie <clears throat> all right cool uh, yeah so the descent versus lights out all right Who's i kind of feel like i picked easy questions but i mean we'll see how this goes all right do you want me to go first that sure if you want all right what kind of tooth did kyle lose oh jesus uh a molar you are correct. He was reaching <laughs> way to the back of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, what did the doctor say that Michael was suffering from? It was. Um, I don't want like the scientific term, just like what the. Like what you uh, and I would call it. It was like called like. Uh, disassociative syndrome or something like that. Uh, I don't know, man. I said, or, I didn't, I didn't uh, want night, to... <laughs> okay, night terrors. Okay, there we go. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I didn't write down the fucking doctor's notes on it. I just want like the, what you and I would call it. Wow. Okay. All right. Second question. Okay. Where does Kyle end up moving to? Oh, I have no idea. Really? No idea. Okay, I thought that would be an easy question. Uh, Las Vegas. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, here's my question. Uh, where does Kyle say he works? Fuck, I remember. Dude, uh, where does he live? Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> A casino. There you go. God, I guess they both are dumb on that one. <laughs> because like the most random thing like it shows the shot of las vegas and i was like what the fuck like that's so random like why do you need to put that in there oh he's moving to the fucking city of lights i guess is that what they call us i don't know uh the city of sin 
Right, right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Third question. Mm-hmm. What does Larry do for a living? Uh, he's a defense attorney. Very good. All right. My next question. What was the name of the book that Kat was looking through while sitting on Michael's hospital bed? Oh, God damn. I got no clue. Do you want to take a guess? Um, uh, it was like... Uh, <clears throat> oh, fuck. What's the two... Uh, the, oh. the, the History of Darkness Falls. <laughs> That's a... <laughs> What? Good guess, but no. Uh, I remember there's pictures in it. That's all I remember. <clears throat> fairy fables. Oh, it was a fairy tale book. Right. Yeah, I got that. All right. So we're tied two two. Okay. Um, I guess I got one more question I can ask you. I only have one more too. So. Oh, okay. Um, how many years ago did Matilda get killed? A hundred and fifty. God damn it. All right. My last question for the tie, and then we'll have to figure out what we're going to do after that. <laughs> Where does Kat say she is going when she climbs through Kyle's window? Uh, to the quarry to go swimming. Fuck. All right. <clears throat> How are we going to do this? Um, let me see if I wrote anything else down. I can maybe ask you. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, fuck, I don't know. I mean, we could just do a poll, I guess. I don't know. We had a tie. It's time for a poll. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. I don't know, unless you have something. I don't have anything I can. All right. We're going to a poll. Poll it is. Poll it is. I mean, I kind of know what the outcome's going to be, but. Do you? I don't know, man. Sometimes these polls surprise us. That's true. Like, we had to do the others with Michael. That surprised me. Yeah, fucking his house got destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) I still haven't watched that movie. Like, I kind of wanted it to win just so I had an excuse to watch it. Anyway. Anyway. All right. No winners here or losers. Nope. We're all equal. (laughs) Yay. We get purple ribbons. (laughs) Just for participating. Yeah. All right. Uh... I guess that's the end of it then. So if you guys want to find us on social media, you can look for us on pretty much any platform at a podcast on Elm street. If you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you will see links to our Patreon account where you can become patrons. Uh, we have links to our T public account. If you are feeling in the generous mood and want to buy some merch from us, there's a link to our Discord server where we're not very active lately. No, we need to get on that. Yeah, we say that every episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, we do. Uh, we have a link to our Twitch account, which we also need to fucking get back into. Because I, yep. I was having fun doing that. Uh, there's something else that we do. What's the other thing? Or is that it? Uh, you talked about Patreon. Yep. Talked about Twitch. Talked about Discord. T Public. Discord. Instagram. Instagram. I think that's it. Yeah. Yeah. You can right. find us on any podcasting platforms. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess that's it. Cool. 
All right. Well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll talk to you next week. See you guys later. Thank you.